The boys are back. This is Speaking of Sports. And boy, do we have a big monster show today. We're going to get right to it on the phone. Oh, my goodness. My all-time favorite. This is a bucket list moment for me. Beth Mowens is with us. She became just the second woman to call a nationally televised college football game for ESPN in 2005. The first to do NFL games in 2017. The first woman to call a nationally televised NFL game. And let me tell you, you will hear me stutter for the first time <laughs> today, ladies and gentlemen. My favorite, Beth Mowens. How are you? <laughs> Wow! Excellent, guys. Thanks for having me on. That's uh, that's quite the intro. I'm I'm, I'm, blu- I'm blushing a little bit. <laughs> Beth, I got to tell you, I'm going to kick it over to, to Coach Al. Um, uh, who's he brags that he had dinner with you and your husband? I don't. Is this don't true? true is this true or not? This this is an accurate statement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we had a nice evening, the six of us, and so forth. I told the guys and. Uh, I even Ray said about blushing there. I bring a little redness out because I'm when I saw you, I said, "Remind me of Reba McIntyre a little bit." And you told me, "Yeah, I've heard that before." <laughs> hey, Beth, did little, Al, little Reba McIntyre for sure? Did Al pick up the dinner tab? Uh, for for our intent and purposes today, <laughs> we, I will say absolutely, absolutely yes, he did. Very nice, very nice. Get <laughs> Al, just Great, just like we rehearsed it. Thanks, Beth. <laughs> Great absolutely. to have you on the show. <laughs> Yeah, it's really a pleasure to have uh, have you join the boys here and everything. And uh, and I'm not going to get into a lot of your background stuff because they have everything all prepared to, uh, you know, tell a lot of things like that. But uh, I had told her that uh, when we talked the other day, I mentioned about Kathy Engelbert with the WNBA. And uh, hopefully that, you know, when you see her, you tell her the old blue and gold Collingswood guy uh, said hello and Kathy and I are friends and we hope to maybe have her on the show at some time in the future if she's back in the area she's yeah quite- you know it's it's pretty cool when I when I was growing up of course you know what basketball was the sport I played and and actually at her uh, her rival institution I, I went to Lafayette and um, the, the WNBA was not available at that time obviously so you know, you you had to go play overseas, and and the opportunities just weren't there. And so it's been fabulous to just watch the growth, um, and, and the league has really gained its footing. And, and Kathy's a big part of that. Just in the last few years, you, you've seen a, um, you know, a rise in interest, and and hopefully the the growth of of the sport will continue, and the growth of that league will continue. Yeah, there's a big article this week about Kathy and uh, Philadelphia is down to the last 15 cities with a possible franchise in maybe 2024 or something. That, and, you know, with the, with the Vivian Stringers and the Dawn Staley's in the Philadelphia area, I think it would go over big time. And then an article today where they're talking about possibly bringing a women's uh, soccer into uh, Philadelphia. So it's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, I think both of those sports, uh, um, uh, the professional level is really – hitting its stride and and um you know that, that's just fabulous to see those opportunities you know not only for the professionals but for the young girls to be able to have those kinds of role models to look up to beth before i uh pass it over to chuck we we uh we have some some questions for you i just have to tell you as i'm sitting here stuttering <laughs> um i'm a former baseball college and, and high school coach and and al and chuck coached uh, softball i i just love 
watching you announce college and back when the Olympics were still sport, and I, I know they're coming back if they're not back, watching you uh, announce college uh, softball games was just the best. And still is. I watched the national championship this year with Oklahoma, and it's it's just such a pleasure uh, listening listening to you uh, announce games. It's just your voice, and I'm I'm hearing you now, and it's just <laughs> you there, right? You got the, I know. It, it, I I just want to get that out before when when Al said that uh, there was a chance you were were going to call in. It it really is a bucket list moment for me, and um, I I just wanted to tell you that uh, before we run out of time, and I can't tell you that. So. Well. Thank you. You know, it's it's really a, uh, one of the tremendous honors of, of our profession is to be able to, you know, with our crew, put our voice and, and put these tremendous pictures to, to people's moments that will last them a lifetime. And, and we we take a lot of pride in that. And, and obviously with the Women's World Series, anytime there's a championship at stake, you know, you guys know it just ratchets everything up from their performance to the fan interest and and that, that's another sport that has just skyrocketed and is, is drawing incredible numbers and incredible viewership and interest to the, the point now where we're starting to put public money and taxpayers' dollars not only into stadiums for the guys, but stadiums for the women as well. And, and I think that's another, that's another huge step. And, and, you know, the growth of, of softball is one of those that's leading the way. And it, it, it and uh, it, with all the Title IX uh, documentaries that ESPN's been showing, um, and that that too, for it, those are amazing to see what you know uh, women had to endure um, in, in athletics, you know. And I'm sure you had too as an announcer. So, yeah, that, you know, we've we've come a long way. There's obviously still a lot of work to do on many fronts, but. Um, the, the opportunity is there, and that's really the first big step is, is to be able, you know, for anybody to fight for those kinds of jobs and, and to be in the running for those kinds of jobs is huge. Beth, this is Chuck. It's great having you on today. I want to dovetail to the point you're just making. I see you as a tremendous pioneer for the sport and uh, the, the different hurdles that you've had to. Uh, it wasn't easy, right, when you started. It wasn't very popular, the female announcers and whatnot. And as I was researching your voluminous extensive impressive uh career i was up till four o'clock in the morning my <laughs> lord i didn't know you had so many things like, it, it was it was three o'clock in the morning i was still reading your hall of fame achievements my <laughs> lord i mean congrats talk about congratulations on career success there's got to be another way of saying that uh, I mean, that my daughter was an all-state softball player she wanted to be here today and knock me out of my seat i said no way but she sends her bath Kristen and uh, she <laughs> loves loves watching you and everything. Her, Kristen's question was, how? And I got different ones, but how much do you get involved with the analytics as it relates to the women's game? That's all you hear about in professional baseball now. Analytics is road in the game. I think they abuse that a lot. You know, you need the information, you need the data, and it's like kind of how you use it. But on, at the softball yeah. level. How much does that come up? How much in the pre-games? I understand you have nine production trucks nowadays. You used to have a little van yeah. years ago. Now you got nine production trucks. That's unbelievable. But how much does analytics play a role uh, when you're announcing the games and before the games? It's playing a much bigger role in terms of our preparation um, because it's available now and, and you really have to – 
um, it allows you to take a deeper dive into the statistics. And so from that standpoint, you know, you, you can pick up a, a lot more storylines. You can pick up a lot more information about, um, you know, just how good a, a, a player is in terms of comparison to, to everybody else and to people that have come before them. So in that regard, the preparation, I think we use it a lot. I, I think where I where we try and and find that balance is when we're talking about it on the air. And, and I, I would agree. Sometimes you get down a rabbit hole and it's way too deep of a dive into the analytics. So we try and, you know, sort of balance that, you know, even in, in a baseball game, I grew up on batting average RBIs and home runs. So, I, <laughs> and I think there are a lot of viewers out there that still like to hear about those statistics because it gives you a perspective of how good they are. And then you also, want to make sure you're taking care of the younger audience too um, with some of the analytics that are now available. So we, we do like to sprinkle those in a lot more on the air, but in terms of the preparation, we use it a lot more to find information out about a player and what say, you know, a batter may yeah. uh, be able to hit real, real well, the rise ball, you know, 70% of the time and, and can't, you know, can't hit a curveball. Right. So the, I think those things, um, are, are important strategically that now we have those kinds of numbers and those kinds of analytics available. Boy, well, well stated. Uh, you almost can't say OPS if you don't say OPS plus, but then you're concerned, yeah. Beth, <laughs> right? Then you're concerned about how many people are really into OPS plus, right? So that you're, you're growing yeah. audience, you know, you have fantastic ratings now. Just the game of softball, which I've coached for, you know, 20 years, but talk about the speed the reaction times they're talking about. What's the fastest pitch you've seen? About seven mid seventies right now. Is that the top of the mile per hour for the girls' game? Yeah, mid seventies was would be the fastest. Um, wow. You know, probably Monica Abbott in her Abbott. in her prime was mm-hmm. was throwing that kind of fire. Um, you know, which so the the reaction time we we like to make the comparison to, um, you know, a seventy mile an hour softball pitch from you know from a, a closer. Um, pitching rubber is comparable to a Randy Johnson fastball. So, um, you know, that's the kind of reaction time that these hitters are dealing with. It's not a whole lot of time. And then the added, um, the addition of a ball that can rise, which yeah, you don't see right. in baseball that you do in right. softball also right. changes the dynamic a I, lot. I think... And then of course, you know, the, the smaller field dimensions, I, I think are, you know, is the credit for the bang bang plays right, defensively, exactly. the speed of the game, running the bases, um, really hypes up the action in do, softball. Do you still have that field behind the house you grew up in, where you cut your teeth with your brothers and the neighbors? <laughs> and were you really announcing the games as you were playing, <laughs> Beth? I love you so much for that. I used to do that at Lafferty Field at Cherry Hill. I'd be in left field, and Mike would hit a ball and go, "Here's a long try," and I would announce the games. Absolutely, that's unbelievable. Did, that, that is. Did, that, did you have a Did you have a Mister Microphone that you hooked up to your oh, radio? God. Yes, they were the worst. Mr. Microphone. Yeah, they were the worst. <laughs> the, the stuff that I used to bring to the field, the kids were like, how can you afford that? Well, my dad was like real passionate. And so he'd go get a brand new baseball for the day, the rosin bag and stuff like that. And then we'd keep the score. <laughs> and, then, and then the official in the Little League would drive by and throw us off the field. We'd all run. That was the John Mead. And then we'd come right back and start playing again, announcing the game. Somebody always had to be up in the booth announcing the game. This is when we're yeah. 9, 10, yeah. 11, and 12 years old, before the little game at night. Uh, and when I read that about you know, the field behind the house and your brothers, 
and your friends and all that. I just thought that was so compelling that you started early and, and then you were serving the internships, which really helped your career, right? You got great experience with various yeah. media outlets, doing a great job, and I guess the rest is history. But I could ask five hours worth of questions. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> I'm going to pass it here to the oh. whiz kid, Chad, my son. Good, buddy. Hi, Beth. Uh, this is Chad. Thanks so much for coming on today. Hey, to, Chad. To, to touch on a point we were making earlier, something it was funny. When, when you mentioned um, comparing the, the softball speed to the Randy Johnson fastball, we actually looked at that, like, maybe, I want to say two weeks ago or so, uh, when Haddon Heights was a freshman there, Sophia Bordy, who was just unhittable this year in, in the South Jersey community. And we were talking about how these girls now, they're hitting these, these low mid-70s, and, and that's actually starting to – convert to like 105 miles per hour up there it's just insane i mean you're yeah. now looking at the reaction time faster than than the mlb baseball here and you're and then you can say hey the ball's gonna rise too i mean it's just insane how how, how they, they hit it when, when you when you kind of think of it in that way yeah and and you know it, it is it is similar to um you know the high velocity guys in, in mlb now is that with video, that's the other thing that has changed everything. The ability to watch your swing, to watch opposing pitchers, they're, they're able to catch up to the heat now. So you really have to, you know, it, uh, probably about 10 years ago or so, 15 years ago now, um, the, the changeup really started to appear a lot more in the women's game. And now that is a must-have pitch now. Um, and you have to be able to tunnel everything. So it all looks the same coming out of your hand. Because these women do have the ability now to catch up to that kind of velocity. It's, it's crazy. That's but the, the video stuff is the other the other thing that has changed the game a lot for the hitters and, and has really challenged the pitchers, um, you know, to elevate their game as well. Beth, yeah. is, it, is, is it, I'm going to go back to chat. Is it, uh, suffice to say they're using the fastball about 40% of the time and then relying on the off-speed stuff to set up the f- fastball. I mean, it used to be – they were just throwing gas all the time. But to your point, they set up the other pitches with the fastball, but it's only about 40% of the time they throw. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it. there are there are subtle adjustments, uh, you, you know, every few years. Like for a few years, guys, everybody, you had to throw on three planes. You had to be able to throw your, your rise, uh, you know, at the eyes. You had to be able to throw a rise ball down at the knees. You had to be able to throw a rise ball um, chest high that would move out of the zone. Right. Then, then for a few years, you had to be able to throw it east to west. You know, you had to be able to hit the inside of the plate, you know, the middle of the plate and the outside of the plate. So there are subtle little moves as well around the strike zone that the really good pitchers are able to adjust to and, and hit those kind of spots um, to be able to blow it by people and then obviously match it up with, um, you know, all, all kinds of different off-speed pitches. A lot of the good ones now will have three or four different velocities of their off-speed, and they can move them from uh, 50 miles an hour to 70 miles an hour. So, Beth, my, my last question here for you. I, I see you're from the New York area. It's a historic year in the MLB with the Mets and the Yankees at the top of their divisions. I have to ask, I think the listeners want to know, more of a Yankees fan or a Mets fan? <laughs> Never tell. <laughs> this is a, an absolute no-doubter. As a, uh, a child of the late 70s, 
um, the Bronx Zoo era was right in my wheelhouse as a young sports fan. And at the time, ironically enough, the AAA franchise right now is the Syracuse Mets. But back in those days, we were the Yankee affiliate. So there, there is a massive Yankee uh, contingent in, in central New York and the Syracuse area. So those – Willie Randolph was, was probably my top guy. Um, I still remember where I was the day Thurman Munson died sitting on my front stoop. Yep. Uh, you know, looking through our, our set of baseball cards and one of our neighbor's dads came over and broke the news to us. And, and so, it, you know, those, those crazy days with the Yankees, uh, you know, I'll, I'll always remember those and cherish those moments and, and really looking forward to the, uh, the Derek Jeter documentary that's yeah. about to start, mm-hmm. I think this week, actually, or right after the All-Star game. That the, the Munson tragedies when a hallmate of mine, Rick Cerrone from Seton Hall, Got his opportunity oh, yeah. to play for the Yankees, right? And at that mm-hmm. point, yep. he had a pretty modest career, uh, and then he had a very good uh, career for the next seven to ten years and hung around, I think, for 16 years. But, man, what a player he was at, at Seton Hall. It was He was fun to watch. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it was the Munson tragedy that, that opened the door for, for Rick. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, uh, it was. What was it? Seventy seven when boy, when he yeah, died. About the, yes, yeah, yeah, seventy two, seventy four, yeah. So uh, well, he he no he he was on the he was on the first championship team and then died the next year or was next it year, the? I think yeah yeah yeah. Beth, I had a quick question. I I uh, I'm a huge fan of Gino Oriema. Um, and not just because we're both yep. Italian, but um, I was I, I, I first fell in love with women's basketball with Pat Summit. I got a chance to meet her um, when they came to play Temple. I found a, a Sixers pass on the ground, and I actually snuck in, and I had to meet her. I, I actually met her on the bus with my niece, who was a player. But is uh, w- when I talk to people, I get a lot of arguments about Gino, and I just – Hate you know switching sports with you is is Gino Oriema bad for for women's college basketball? You know I, I this debate comes up every so often and and it it, it even does in, in the men's game and and what the research first first I'll go to what the research shows is people actually love a dynasty they love to love it they love to hate it but oh. they always pay attention to it and they always watch it. And I, I think, you know, it started with Pat in women's basketball. Um, I, I don't understand why people cannot appreciate greatness in any form. And when a team is playing the way Pat's teams did, and then when teams started to play the way Geno's did, and it was this constant pursuit of excellence, um, I, I, I think it's great for sports. I do agree that, it's always good when you have a big rivalry. You know, Pat and Gino, that was a fabulous rivalry. Oh, yeah. I, I, do, like, I, I do like to see um, even these teams in pursuit of excellence. I, I do think it helps to have somebody nipping at their heels or, or at least the possibility that they could go down. Um, but I, I actually started out, um, you know, my, my uh, college basketball broadcasting career in the early days was with um, the old uh, Connecticut Public Television that first started calling UConn games back in the early 90s when they were first on their rise up to, to power and was around those early teams that won that first championship in 95. And yeah. 
you know, for, from that day forward, um, I, I've loved every bit of the way that Connecticut has played and the way they have run that um, program. And, and I've had a chance to spend uh, some time around Gino and, and his players, and they're fabulous. They are absolutely fabulous. And, you know, I have a, a connection to Brianna Stewart. She is actually from my hometown. She's from North Syracuse. Love Brianna And so I've, I've really loved following the course of her career over the years. So, you know, from the early days with, with Rebecca Lobo to, you know, the oh, teams yeah. today and, and Paige Beckers and, and the fight that they've now got on their hands to, to get back on top, um, it's just been class from, from day one till now. And, and Brianna won four national championships. But the, another argument I get into with people is people assume, um, especially when he was on the 84-game winning streak, which just blew my mind, everyone was, you know, arguing with me, well, he gets the best players. And that's not true. A lot of the times I see when he gets these number one players, they, they kind of transfer in a year or two. He wants, you know, as you know, the the UConn, quote-unquote, the UConn player, you know? Yeah. He, they do okay in recruiting now. Oh um, no, no, you're right. But, yeah, you know, it, I, I understand. A, it is, it is not a um, situation where you can win with just the top guys. You have to be able to have that kind of chemistry. You have to have those players that are willing to come off the bench and and you know do the things that every championship team needs to to win. And and they've always gotten those kinds of players as well. Um, just like Pat did before, just like Dawn's doing now, you you have to have that right mix of, of players, and and so they they've always done a terrific job of, of making sure they have that blend. The other Allen here, I, I was just going to say Rebecca Lobo, and you said that. Yes. I was going to say Dawn Staley, you said that. Yes. But when you mentioned Monica Abbott, what was she like six six? She's still playing, isn't she? But I'm the point I'm from forty yes, they, from forty three. Yeah, from 43 feet with her stride off there, she's probably throwing from like 39 or 38 feet, and that just enhances the you know the, your reaction time big time. And you talked about playing. They just won the world championship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're talking about playing your backyard. I grew up from a schoolyard. I'll tell you how long ago it was when we broke a bat. We put nails in it, and when the ball got worn down, we put black mechanical tape around it. I'm going <laughs> way back, but that's a true story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think all of us probably at one point or another duct taped a wiffle ball to keep the game going. Beth, we hear a lot, and I'm going to switch sports here a little bit, but I know you're an avid fan. The comment that Major League Baseball is in serious trouble. Would you respond to that, please? I, I think what we have started to see now in some of the tweaks they have made in the minors, I, I hope they come to the majors um, in a hurry, and hurry is the operative word. I, I think um, some of the other things that we see in the Olympics would be hugely beneficial. We have to continue to find ways to narrow the gap between the action in a baseball game and make it happen more quickly and more often. So I, I hope we're, we're going to come to a time real quick where the batters have to keep a foot in the batter's box. Right. The pitchers have a X amount of seconds to get back on that rubber and deliver the next pitch. Um, so it, I, I would agree with all the commentary going on around the game right now. We have to figure out a way. I mean, the starting pitcher is, you know, a dying breed, right? The, oh, yeah. If you get into the fifth inning, fifth inning now, um, you know, there, there's applause. And then, then you turn it over to your relievers, and it might be five or six guys. That's the other thing that is really putting the brakes on the timing of games that we have to figure out 
a, a better way to handle all that to keep and, the games moving from the fans' perspective. And then they all come in, they're throwing 98 miles an hour. What chance do you have, right? I mean, remember, yeah. remember when teams had one guy over 95? And, and now they yeah. have a stable of pitchers throwing 98. I watch the pitch tracker yeah. every night. It's not only 98, Beth. It's all on the black, much like softball. Yeah. Right? You can't throw the middle of the plate. Throw the middle of the plate, they hit you, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're painting I, I haven't done the – I keep telling myself I'm going to do this research. Maybe you guys have, but uh, how many 300 hitters would you have in your lineup back in 1980 or back in 1990 or 2000? Like that's the other thing. You used to be able to look at a lineup, right? Yeah. You could tell okay, how, they got they I, got I, a handful of 300 hitters I, here. Now now you're lucky if you have one or two. Ironically, I looked at that last night at quarter four in the morning in 2001. The league batting average was. 268, 272 in that area, and today it's 242. And if these pitchers yeah, keep getting yeah. better, bigger, and faster with better stuff and spin, I don't know where it's going to go. They can speed the game It'll up with tough. the clock, but these pitchers are just making it impossible to hit. And, and, so and, hard. and they're grooming yeah. them. And they're, and they're grooming them in college because oh, I yeah. see all the you know from the men's you know the college World Series. These Louisville and Vanderbilt. I mean, they got six, seven kids throwing in the mid nineties. Um, yeah, yeah. So Beth, I know we're running out of time. I uh, one last quick question: what What's left in your career in your bucket list that that you want to do if you haven't done it already? Oh goodness! I mean, uh, you know, you always want to uh, you know strive for the the biggest and the, and the best games you can get your hands on. There, there's no, it was real cool to call the Olympics this past uh, summer. I would love to call those live and in person. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, a game at Yan- a game at Yankee Stadium or at a football game at Notre Dame would be uh, a whole lot of fun. You know, my uh, my dad. Is, I'm big Irish Catholic family, and so we grew up watching Notre Dame football. That oh, that would be um, a real treat to do. So th- there's a there's all kinds of good stuff out there. You know, calling games at Wrigley. And calling games for the Raiders, uh, just uh, an absolute dream come true. So, so, so Beth, um, you always got to keep dreaming big, man. So, uh, Notre Dame, you just magic word. We could go on four more hours just on Notre Dame, okay? <laughs> and and uh, my son-in-law just married my daughter, Lauren, bigger Notre Dame fan than me, if, if possible. But anyway, so we have a special gift for you. Yes. Uh, and I hope you'll receive oh. it. It's below any monetary value that would get you in trouble under the gift act and all that stuff. But it's a, a, a Notre Dame real football helmet signed by Lou Holtz. Uh, we, we're going to get, oh, my goodness. Yep. We're going to get that to you. We'll probably give it to Coach Al here, and he'll expedite the uh, shipping and handling and all that neat stuff. And, Beth, how are you going to stop Lenny, Lenny from grabbing that when he knows you have it? I, I was going to say <laughs> – <laughs> he's, he's coming out for a visit in a couple of weeks. I have a feeling there'll be an interception when he arrives. There you there. Go. So, <laughs> Beth, Beth, I just want to thank you. I you, you just don't know what it means to me to to be able to interview you. I, it just is amazing. As I stutter, and um, <laughs> uh, I guess the other guys should were, take us out. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, thank you very, very much, Beth. Beth, I hope you, know, Thank if, you, you get, if you get back in the area again, you let Mary know, and uh, please give my best to Marie and Lenny. And uh, again, it's been a pleasure, and uh, to call you a friend, I believe it's working. Yes. I'm working on that. So, uh, 
Again, have a great day. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. A real treat for me. It's been a pleasure. You've added tremendous content to our podcast, and we can't thank you enough. Have a great weekend. Hey, Ben, can I make one more point? I'm so sorry to do this, but I've been doing crazy research the past, like, two minutes. That's why we call him the whiz Um, So this season, there's, (laughs) uh, let's see, past couple seasons, there's been, like, maybe 30, 40 people over, like, 300. Oh, it's kind of early in the year. But back in, like, the 1980s and stuff, you had just – Way more. You're talking like a hundred people, yeah, hundred twenty yeah. people who were in yeah. that range over yeah. three hundred. There's that uh, research. Just yeah. Way, way more. So I just wanted to get that in before you left. I didn't want to talk about that after you, you got right. off the show. I really <laughs> felt wrong doing yep. that. Yep, that's cute. Oh, all right. Thank Beth. you. Thanks again, Beth. <laughs> thank you. See you. Wow, that well, I got to tell you guys. How real is she? Yeah, we're still. We're still she. I could talk to her. We, we're still good. We're, and, we're and, on air. And the reason, yep. and and the reason I think um, that that she's so good is you could just relate to her. She she just knows, and the way she she just gets her point across, and her voice is just like I said. You could talk to her all day, and and that's what resonates, I think, with a lot of guys. Because let's face it. Um, you know, I I wasn't a real big fan of female uh, sportscasters. Uh, because they just, you know, I just didn't feel like they, you know, I got into them until was it toned, I listened to was Beth. It yeah, I think so. Not, not really knowledge, yeah. but the way Beth, like, just when she announces home runs right, right. and, like, great plays and the, look at that arm, you know, her, you know, she's got a cannon. Like, she talks like, like we would talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... And you could tell a well, she well, we a talk she like played she would talk. Yeah. exactly yeah. like a, a a she was a player, yeah. and b she just gets it. And like I said, she will go on to do all the. I mean, she, I was going to say it with it were the Olympics, but she did the Olympics, just yeah. not live. That, that's why I, when I use the word pioneer, and I know she's young, but when you take a look at her career and the the different things that she had to penetrate through, um, she's accomplished so much, and, and she she kept you know battling on and going to a higher threshold and bringing people with her and it wasn't popular right and right. they didn't get ratings the ratings are more recent that, that have really started to kick in and uh and now female sport 42 percent of college football are female fans sure 42 percent and That's the big number and a lot of that is the kind of work that she's done and you could see how she fights for women's uh, yeah. athletics. Yeah. You, you could tell. You know, once once we asked her about that in Title IX and everything, and uh, j- just amazing. So where do we go from here? I guess we uh, <laughs> segue into do our, we segue into, into our James uh, Harden doing his dance in out in Athens if you want to get sick. Our outline yeah. here, yeah, right. Um, well, first we're gonna head. We're gonna do our Philly. Uh, we'll do our Philly uh, five or four or three. Um, do, should we go into the Phillies first Let's real quick go. as Let's they're in go. a four-game losing streak? Uh, which back, Trying desperately to get back to five. Desperately. They, they still remain in the playoff hunt. Uh, four Phillies, uh, J, uh, JT, Bohm, Nola, and Kyle Gibson uh, all weren't able to play in the Toronto series due to Novak. Uh, v- uh, blah, 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 blah. 
vaccination. vaccination. Okay. Yeah. It says vacation on my uh, sheet with two C's. I didn't know if I was going away. Somebody doesn't want to be here. Hey, the prep dude yeah. out. He's he's up, he's close thinking, enough. Big press to get the stuff done. No, you know? yes. no vacation. Yeah, so I was going to go on vacation or a vaccination. But anyway, uh, um, uh, and another thing, Al- Alvarado, who I got to say, wild or not, he is one of my favorite pitchers. I just love the guy lefty throwing 100. But anyway, he was sent down to AAA on May 27th with a 7.62 ERA. Um, And while he was uh, in Lehigh Valley, Alvarado's lawyer got him in contact with Juan Rodriguez out of Venezuela, who works with a lot of athletes on mental preparation. Uh, Like I said, he's got all the physical uh, attributes, uh, lefty throwing, uh, you know, 101, you know, big guy. Well, if he doesn't so, walk people, he's, he's absolutely frightening. So he's, he's working with uh, hour-long sessions with Rodriguez, and, and hopefully we'll see him uh, back on the mound. He says, <clears throat> and, you know, who's to say, that when he would take the mound, he would think about his kids and his career and the, and the money, and if he doesn't throw a strike, he's right. not going to be around long. Right. He would actually bring that burden and stress to the pitcher's mound. And the, the guy that he's working with has told him to block all that out, focus on the batter, you know, where you need to throw the pitch locations. And we'll see what it does to his walk ratio. But, you know, if he's always going to pitch behind, hitters are just going to sit back. I don't, you know, Beth just said it. You can't throw it fast enough in the game. They adjust and they hit it, which is remarkable. So let's see how well it works, right? But There's been know. a big difference, Chuck, with his cutter. Yeah. And that's underneath the right-handed batter's hands. And you don't have a chance when he throws that no, at 93. No, no, when he's mixing up his pitches with that speed, he's devastating. But, you so, know, jury's uh, out. Jury's out. So we have another uh, quick, uh, should Nola be an all-star? How can he be an all-star and will or not? Well, he's having his best year ever. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, oh, I, I'm a Nola fan, don't get me wrong, and they don't score enough runs for either he or Wheeler, but I think Wheeler would still be my one and Nola my 1A. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, so Nola's a 3 3 5 ERA, 127 strikeouts in 118 innings. His uh, walk at, and strikeout look ratios look ratio. look are, yeah. Right. So he has uh, uh, walks per nine innings and, and strikeouts, strikeouts per, per win. He's turned out it. Are the best, yeah, the are the best ball. in MLB. Good, that, good job, Wiz. When we, when we used to critique Nola, we used to say that he lacked the command. Why was he going to three balls with so many batters, right? So by the fifth inning, he'd be at 98 pitches. Right. Now he's pitching like a pitcher who trusts his stuff and getting ahead of the count. He's a totally different guy. And, and, and speaking of the Wiz, leave it to the Wiz as we're saying our goodbyes. He uh, comes in, well, but that's what she wanted to know. He you know, gave um, Beth right, Moens right. what she and I bet you she uses and, and, that. And, and, I bet you she uses as that. As we were thinking about a whole bunch of other stuff, he was going diving Listen in to me. deep. I bet you, not maybe not tonight, but if it, <laughs> if the, if it comes oh, up, if, some, if our partner brings it up and they're talking, I bet you 
She may not give yeah. us credit. And she may say no, the whiz kid. Well, you think if, she would say the whiz kid? If you look no. at some of the data further, because I'm, I'm <laughs> there, he goes. I'm on the, the I'm on the iPad. Yeah, look at some of the data. <laughs> which yeah. the iPad is very limiting, unfortunately, <laughs> to export this stuff the way I want to see it. The day the Earth it, stood it combines those, it between those, AL and those, NL. Those those bastards of Apple. <laughs> I know, uh, and they're not giving me the uh, combined the new data. But if you look at like twenty look at 2018 minimum 300 plate appearances. Uh, there was like 20 guys who hit over 300. Yeah. If you go back to 1980, you had 26 plus 18. What's that? 44, 44 yeah. guys right there. Yeah. Um, so I may have been a little high on some of the numbers I gave her, just trying to come do some Never let the facts get away from but the story. But it's definitely, while there used to be 40, 50 guys, now it's down to like 15, 20, yeah. 30, 15, There was 20 a lot more so hitting. Is the finally, yeah, a lot less hitting now. Finally on the Phillies, buyers or sellers, guys, what are we doing? Well, I know the guy I would move because I do think he has JT. and the contract is right. Um, no, I don't think you you need a catcher. Yeah, uh, got to be solid up the middle. He's still leading baseball right now defensively. Uh, he's actually improved his stolen base thrown out percentage, which is remarkable because everybody thought he had a dead arm for two years. He was 46, went to 27, two years. Now he's back to 48. That's remarkable. His pitch framing is terrific. His blocks are terrific. So there's a lot of things during the game that I know you appreciate that he does well. Offensively, who knows what's wrong. Maybe he's tired. Use him an awful lot. I don't think he can move. I mean, I think obviously there's a market. The guy that would actually bring you right now, players, and a lot of teams – Schwarber. Schwarber, man. No. No, 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 no. Move no, the guy. No. no. He does boy, Chuck, Chuck that's 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 hates him. Now he's Babe no. Ruth. Well, he wants to get rid of him. You, you cannot you get rid of Kyle Schwarber. Now he's Babe Ruth and I want to move him, right? Right? No. Yes. We so, can't get rid of so, Kyle Schwarber. Right, so if you want to do a little bit of this, and I'm not sure you're ready for it yet. Last time you said I wasn't ready for something was the splits, and, and now you text me twice a week. Are you sure we got that split data right? <laughs> and I said, like, yeah, Dad, we got not, it. You're not supposed we got to it. reveal <laughs> our back channel text, Jim. Come oh, on. Isn't that, isn't that a violation right of the code here? It is. Father-son no, code. All but I'm saying with Kyle Schwarber. the reason his war is so low. Wins against replacement. Take his numbers. Spread them. We know he's got 30 home runs, but see what impact they have. Spread the data, and you see that his war is just about another replacement what, player right now. Why? What? You are what? not whoa, whoa, whoa. considering. Why? Why? No, no. There's an no, answer. No, no, I'm responding to that. Why is because you're looking at – you're not judging fighting it correctly. Now, let, us, let us do this. Let us Kyle do this. Thank God they didn't do this when Beth was on the air. Yeah. Oh, God. His production up. is limited to what it's been, and he's been great with the home uh, runs he's because first, he's batting leadoff. First, Dad. That's why he doesn't have That's exactly it. I have my rant prepared to back it up. There are Million-dollar players with his war moving, moving to the Flyers, but now. He, but right, he would get, yes, he would get you, he would get you some stuff. Of course, he if would. you want to break up the franchise, yeah, Christ, get rid of all of them. Get chat. rid of Harper. Harper see, gets you a few guys but, too. But here's the problem: you guys right. aren't watching the games in left field where this guy's not making plays. Out, you watch these games. He dove and made a play the other day. Uh, saved so if you guess what? If I hit a hundred balls, you know, you'll dive and make so one. So if two, the Phillies okay? have true. Segura first. Harper three and Schwarber four. You're not happy with that with that top four players right there. When they come back in another month, and that's what it looks like. You can't yeah. win with his defense in left field. So you you're just totally discounting his thirty home runs. Apparently, what's his war? Apparently, his war? you can't just Hold look on. at war before we move on. He's not being utilized <laughs> right. But before we move on, would you please read his war? Because the audience wants to know. At the right statistics. You can't bait the audience. 
We had 2,000 viewers last week, Ray. They want to know Schwarber's war. Would you read it? I'll pull Go it ahead. up. No, no, no. You, it's I don't have it in front of me. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. You are going to pull it up because if not, I'm I'll. I'm pulling it up right uh, now. Okay. His war this year is 1.6. 1.6. So if he has the same second half that he did the first half, he'll be three. What would his war you be? Do you know how many players are three? Trout was 10. What would it how be if far he was the four he? hitter? He'd have a three war right now, no doubt in my mind. Listen, hold different pitches. You know, they pitch differently. He was protected. Speaking of Trout, yeah. our, our, our boy. Is he done? No, he, he was getting tortured today yeah, on uh, local radio. Good. Just just saying that he's coming back for the, the All-Star game. He would be ready to play in the All-Star game. And, and some Philly fans uh, lost their mind saying, you know, you're eight, you're eight games out. Okay, after starting, you, you got Otani who's pitching and hitting better. for you. He's pitching better than ever, ever. Well, I'm just ever. saying, well, yeah. he's he's basically killing. He's playing both sides of yep. the ball here. I think he should play and, both. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, and and you're coming back for the All-Star game? If you give us so. one win, I know it's nuts, and I'll admit that it's nuts, but if you give him one side of the ball, sure, you tell him the focus. It would have to be pitching now because he's just going crazy pitching, okay? If, if you just let him pitch, and he's not dealing with tired legs. You know what major league hitting does. Absolutely. It's the prep. It's the 100 swings a day. So it's being on your feet. If you just let him pitch every five days. Correct. The world doesn't know the numbers Otani no, wait a put up. Okay? I agree. I agree. And the only reason, you know, because they'll all throw Babe Ruth back. The yeah. only reason that hurt. Babe Ruth hit instead of pitched was – Babe Ruth was hitting more home runs than four teams combined. If Babe Ruth was a singles hitter, if he hit pitcher. 400, pitcher. he'd be a pitcher. Thank you. Because he Absolutely. Hits, Otani's not hitting. Correct. That. Otani's a good 40 home run year guy. He's 30, a four 40. war offensively. So better than Schwarber. He's, he would he's be a projected pitcher. to have 100 RBIs this year. He We're going to take 100 RBIs out of that. That's not 100 the th- RBIs. We're going to take 100 RBIs out of the Angels lineup who have no offense because Trout stinks right now. Let me right bring now. this to you. If, 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 Otani, if Otani was an American player, would, he, would we be talking about him like he was Babe Ruth? I mean, Otani gets a lot of prey, but not like – do we understand what this guy is doing? I don't think so because it's unreal. It's what not he's beating doing. into my head. You know what every, I'm saying? And I know he's in California, Jim, but still, this I, guy should every be week. the headline of every. I think it stinks. You new. want my frustration that him and Trout are an obscure team. Correct. That doesn't know how to manage. Doesn't have a GM. They don't have California teams. They spent teams. all their draft picks on on pitchers yeah. two years ago. Well, they still can't pitch. And they stink. Speaking of stinking, let's go to the Flyers real is quick. Trout, is Trout starting to show uh, signs that he's yes. uh, on the yes. decline? And guess what? No. Trout's going to retire I mean, yeah, young. I bet yes, you this. Is. Trout's yes, going to retire is. young. He's going to retire, I say, with less than 500 home runs. I say he's definitely Hall of Famer. Oh, that's done. Now. Right, Today. right. Stop this was, Hall of this right was basically now, the third topic on our agenda. Let me just finish it up here. Yep, Go ahead. Yep. We're all, all right. over the <laughs> The Angels just beat the Astros with Otani pitching. Since June 9th, the Angels are 6-0 and when Otani pitches and 6-20 and when anyone else so takes the mound. That. So he'd be a pitcher. Pitcher. Generational talent, and they can't find a way to win. This year seemed different, but now the Angels are 39-51. and 51. They've lost eight out of their last ten games, and Trout, to finish it up here, he's hitting two ten over the last twenty eight games. That's got and they to started be in first place they early. Did. On. They w- yeah. we were talking yeah. about the yeah. Angels being for real That's finally. Right. That's right, Jim. Everybody, if you're not paying attention to Trout batting two ten and striking out with the frequency is over that how many games was it, bud? Twenty eight games. Tw- Thirty games. Twenty eight days. It's a month. 
guy's got to have your one head bad year. Chuck, the guy so, hasn't had a bad year yet. The problem with Trout, no, no, but, but it's becoming is, is injuries. It our job to pro- kind of be in front of it. That's what we've done in other calls we've made here. Okay. Not all of them, right? Getting to the but flyers. I think we should be in front of this Trout situation. I think he's on a decline. All right. I uh, disagree. But getting to the Flyers, uh, are they passing on Johnny Hockey? The Flyers. Yeah. Yes, you may. Are a roving. Wait a minute. Coming our, our roving, roving, our roving hockey Flyers guy. correspondent. Looking Big back. Jim, the producer. I love what Chuck Fletcher is doing here. I love it. Why are you trying to improve this team? They stink. They That's got a bunch that. of bad contracts. Yes. You signed Johnny Hockey. You're, you have to get rid of JVR and give up a first-round pick next year, which is a huge draft. So it's just made no sense to sign this guy. I agree. I don't know. They are lining up to make a – hopefully get a top three pick next year, which are all generational players. And then the following year, Austin Matthews is an unrestricted free agent. They're going to go all in. Oh, my, just God. my thoughts. But I don't know if Fletcher will be here, but I think, I think they're planning out – Two, three years. That's what we've been hearing for 50 years. Two, three well, years. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, you right. have to start somewhere. You yeah. have to start somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, oh, Tony D'Angelo. Yes. yes. So I think they just signed him as a stopgap. Um, obviously, he's not well liked publicly, but apparently he's a very good teammate. Um, his teammates love him. You, you got to put politics aside for this. Uh, the whole racism thing, I, I don't know. I Assume because they're throwing him in the Republican. Yeah, let's let's move on. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know, but enough on him. I mean, he's he signed for two years. Flyers so got three minutes out of it's, us. It's not a big deal, but yeah. love what Chuck's doing. South yeah. Jersey boy. Huh? And South All right, as I clean my mic ball off to the Eagles, uh, this uh, has come up this week that hurts apparently struggling in camp, if you want to call it a camp, because uh, they're 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 basically touching each other. Um, are we concerned, guys? Got a phone call last night. I cannot reveal my source. Sure. Um, not going to allege that he's high, high up. I don't. That's not that. Any of that. Okay. It's not, it's not, so Howard Askin, go ahead. It's not that. Okay. It's this is somebody that <laughs> I I know through somebody, and I had another reason to talk to him. By the okay. way, I brought his name up. Okay. Brought his name up. Okay. And what I got on the other end of the phone was, <laughs> you're not going to believe it. He says it's ridiculous. He's it, bad. It, he had seven and seven drills. With, with right, the which which you look like a hero in. And he said it is just absolutely not at professional level. Yet. Oh my uh, god! So, Don't even um, tell me that, man. You know, it's disturbing and, to and, hear. But uh, guess what? And they're calling the Eagles the most exciting team in town. To, to Eskin says they're the team that win the next championship. Which, to use his own words, Menchu. is such a joke. Two right? words, guys. Yeah. Say it, Wizkid. Yeah. With me. Say it with no, me. No, I won't say, say it. it with me. I won't me. say it. Say it. Say it. Menchu Mania. No. Absolutely. He's going to win the championship. He'll be in their third game, Menchu Mania. I know. Didn't, right. Didn't you say he was going to win like Wait a four big games if this Menchu year for us? Menchu goes in, we all got to grow yeah. mustaches. That, that's I'm fine. On. I'm on. With, you don't, don't want to see mine. With the twirl like Coach Al. We gotta have a little t- we, Raleigh right, fingers. Right, I just got back from a one-week vacation. Right, I didn't shave for a week, and my beard was yeah. just at the bottom. Yeah, it was awful. I, I can't <laughs> grow it. If we thought he tripped into a black easel board. He yeah, he, uh, he's baby. You like this? I was on two weeks ago the radio, and and, and asking as we call my point stupid because the Vegas odds have the Phillies higher, more likely, to 
get to a, win a championship than the um, Eagles. So I just said the Phillies were like 31 and the Eagles were like 44. And he said, that makes no sense whatsoever. It's irrelevant. I said, hold on. Who was in the, front of the Eagles? Ve- Vegas knows a lot about sports. Who was in front of the Eagles? You the said? Phillies, actually. Oh, okay. The odds to win a championship were better. I thought you said the Flyers. Than the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. And we, we threw the Flyers out. And yeah. we threw the Sixers out. So that's fast. Now, did, did Vegas have college football in that lineup when they did that? <laughs> speaking, speaking of the Sixers, we'll segue into that. Uh, Strikes out too much, buddy. Well, uh, there's only one guy we're going to talk about, the Harden incident. No, first we have the Harden contract, and then we have the Hamptons party. Uh, So what do you want to hit first? I don't know a thing about the contract, the whole situation discussed. Wiz does. Because he's the wrong guy to be in Philly. It's a Maury thing, and it's a disaster, and I just want to be on record, everybody. It will prove to be, and it has already, an unmitigated Disaster at any well, contract. Level. Speaking of a mitigated, what was the big word he threw at Beth? I'm trying. What was it called? Val- valid. What, what was the word you threw at? Yeah, it was like a gymnasium. It was real long. Validation? No, not validation. It was another. The way she taught. Where, where are you taking? You th- us? Anyway. All right. Here's go, James go, go the Harden contract. Well, what it we'll is? We'll play the tapes right yes. now. You going to lunch today? No, I can't. I gotta oh. go home. It's two years, $68 million, 32 and a half one year, 35 the next. Although I'm hearing some rumors that something may be shady going on for how they're going to load something. I don't, I don't know. But it's two years, $30 million, uh, or mid-30s each year, basically. Yeah, the official number is 474th in defense out there. So when you're calling Sports Talk Radio, get yourself acquainted with the facts on both Sides of the ball, okay? Not just the averages, 8.9 assists. They're empty. Look at the fact that he's like 500th on defense. I'm, then tell me what he's worth. I'm pretty sure that Ray would average nine assists per game yeah, throwing to Joel probably. Embiid. And rebounds because nobody – Just throwing nobody, to Joel Embiid. I think you can get a couple it, assists right yeah, there. Nobody presses for rebounds. It's where the ball just arcs out to you. You know, anybody gets rebounds. Especially on my water pill. I'm very <laughs> aggressive. <Yeah. laughs> just listen. Let's Bottom line. Where are the Sixers going to be next year, Ray? The Sixers next year will finish. The Nets did them a favor. Third, third in the conference. Okay. Tell you, definitely the Celtics picking up the point yep. guard. That puts them right Who'd up they there. pick and up? Somehow I had my head in the yeah. Was it Bro- uh, Brog- Brogdon? I, I thought uh, he was the pitcher for no, the no, I'm not, uh, It's close to that, whatever. But he's an excellent point guard. So Smart, smart will be your off guard. And okay. Then, yeah. Malcolm Brogdon? Brogdon. Brogdon. Can you bring it up was his, Brogdon. Playoff, his playoff stats, bud, real quick? Yeah, I can bring him up. Yeah, you were right. right. He's Brogdon's 29 years Brogdon's old. brother. 29. Uh, in the regular season, averaged 19 points. In the playoffs, he averaged 20. Well, he hasn't played in the playoffs in a couple of years. Last yeah. time he played in the playoffs, he had 21 points what's a his, game. What's his three-point shooting percentage in the playoffs? 38%. Right. Guess what? Guess what? He's legit. And he plays D, right? Um, I don't know. If Which means D. the Celtics would be just a suffocating defense, right? Right. I, yeah. And Smart will go to your two Smart guard, to your and that'll two. free up Tatum from handling the ball and having all the turnovers. And, and, and last time he played in the playoffs, wow. he had 10 assists a game, which led the league that year. Wow. Who else did they sign? Only Boston. four games, but still. Yeah. Okay. And Milwaukee keeps their uh, core talent intact, I as guess. Far, as far as I know. Got to call Pete on that one. He'll send what me do, a text. What do we, what do we think of uh, – so what are we going to uh, predict? Well, let's just have a bet on Ben Simmons. Will he play? Will he be Let, with the let's Nets? Let's do this. With the Nets, and will he play? As well, 
Let's will will he play over 40 will, games will, with whoever he will, plays for? Will Irving and Durant be back? Or they, they, no. No. Okay. Durant's definitely going to be out, I think, right? No, no, yeah. no. Durant, Durant. No, it's not. I even, even I know that about basketball. I thought he requested the trade. ESPN said this morning, because I was listening, as I was preparing for Beth, that there's a possibility the Nets could keep him. It doesn't work out, right? Uh, the, the Suns just re-signed. Aiden, what's his name, Al? Help me out. Aiden. Aiden. Well, there's a thing right. with the Pacers. They offered him like $133 million for four years, so there's two days to for yeah. the Suns either match just that so offer. Just so viewers guys, you know, uh, I, I, nothing disinterests me more gonna than move, these contracts. We're going to move on. we got yeah. a few minutes left, so I want to hit a couple of these topics. But we do own the podcast, so we're good. We do. <laughs> um, would you want to hit college football or the home run derby, guys? Well, I, I, before college uh, derby, Home run derby. College football. Here's my concern. Okay. So you have the realignments that are taking place. You're USC taking joined the, the Pacific best. Coast Conference okay. in 22, which now is the Pac-12. switch over to Texas and Oklahoma that, that are leaving. Correct. Okay. So eventually, are you going to have the SEC and the Big Ten and their own playoff? Because that's where all the talent and then the money that's coming into college football, sure. which is now billion-dollar business. No longer amateur sports hasn't been. So is now it, it's official. Is it not what they used to call it the super? Like there's college football. I think you're going to have you know as you have uh, Division like One, this, One Double A. Are like you going to have like a super conference? I just think it's terrible that you're going to have these two conferences. I really do. It was nice, not that they were winning a lot. They didn't have a lot of respect the other conferences, but it was nice to see if uh, let's say Oklahoma at. 11-2, and two, you knew they'd probably get embarrassed because they don't play defense, right? Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Everybody's going to knock everybody off. All Notre na- Dame still picks their spots, in all not the being na- a conference. In all the national championships, though, except for baseball this year, which yeah. was heavy SEC, it kind of does all even out with the upsets and everything. It's not all SEC for every national Can championship. Can I give you an example? Yes. Okay, then I know we want to move on because Jim's having a stroke. Yes. If – Somebody, let, let's use Texas as an example. That they can, they've had really good teams. They had a national championship not that long ago. They go into the, the divisions, got all the, the talented teams, and they're really good, but they end up fifth. You're not going to see Texas in postseason. Now, you may say, well, they don't deserve to be because in that great division, they didn't survive. I like the other teams coming out that have good records, and we show them like Cincinnati that they're not really that good. I like that. What it they there'll be more future games. Texas at four and four on a Saturday night sure. will not be a feature game, but Texas when they're seven and one is a big Saturday night game. Well, then why right? are why are they switching money? It's all money now, right? In college well, football. There you go. So I guess they now, don't. Then they don't care about. They the, do not. Hey, listen. And when I'm you at, when you leave a a conference after a hundred years. Yes. What does that Man. say? There's so much history there. It is. There. I know. I imagine the alumni should be furious. But I'm going to tell you something. Or most people, Oregon. most people, probably think that. Like I always thought Texas was in the SEC. I was shocked when you see their. You how, know when how you, recently did you think that? Ray, it's scary. Man. A few years ago, as of this morning. No, a few years ago. <laughs> right. We played him in right. baseball. I saw the patch. Right. As of two minutes right. ago. <laughs> right. before we anyway, got you didn't wake up this morning thinking. Switching <laughs> to the home run derby, since we have how many minutes left, Jim? Uh, Five we, minutes. Ray, we own the podcast. I'm going to give you the lineup, people. Yeah, it's good. We have uh, back-to-back winner Pete Alonzo, Albert Pujols, who will win. <laughs> Trust me. 
because he can't be that bad of a hitter that he can't hit batting practice home runs. Our very own and favorite player of Mr. Chuck, the <laughs> Godfather Grimley. Oh, he'll win this. Kyle Schwarber. His well, all you got to do is say he won't, and he will. So say it that he stinks and he won't. Could I have thirty seconds? No. First, we have. Uh, then <laughs> we have, I'm going to give party. you the list. I'm going to give you the list. Ronald Acuna Jr., Juan Soto. Right. Julio Rodriguez, Jose Ramirez, and Corey Seager. And I'm not going to give you the matchups because nobody cares. Well, let's do it. Schwarber All right, Kyle Schwarber yeah. is going up against uh, Albert Pujols. Soda faces Ramirez, Corey Singer, and Julio Rodriguez. And the champion, Pete Alonzo and Ronald Acuna Jr. Start with Jim. Who, who wins the home run derby, Jim? Al? No. Alonso. No way. Three to three. Okay, go ahead. I, I'm going to go um, with one of my favorite players, Jose Ramirez. Okay. Schwarber. Now you're for. picking Schwarber? That's what he's good for. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he's such a. That's what he's good <laughs> for. I'll say it in pig Latin. Yeah, he's yeah, such yeah. an ick day. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I'm going to take. I'm going to take. You're going to take Pujols. Guys. Yeah, because it's his final year. And Are why would he be in it? He Why would he not be power? in it? He has, crazy. Yeah. He's he has, 400 pounds. He can't match power. He has He's like, got more steroids in him than, 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 than uh, McGuire had. Uh, okay. He didn't do steroids, did he? No. No. no, no, no. He batted 600 with 9,000 home runs until Let, he signed the contract. Our, let's tip our cap no to Alonzo back-to-back winner. He's got something to say about it, right? Paul has six home runs this year. I enjoy watching the home run. Uh, I thought in Colorado last year, the only thing they could have done better, Jim, was just give them aluminum bats. They already were hitting the ball 580. Give them aluminum bats. Sure. Let them hit Let a them ball. kill somebody. Let them hit a ball. Let them kill those little kids exactly. that That's are the after the problem. Daddy, the, kids will, the kids will get killed. Watch me catch the <laughs> ball. Boy, I'll tell you what. If there isn't a group of suckier kids out there, <laughs> if you don't think don't it's every... I don't care about right. kids. How I don't care about kids. Let me tell you something. How do you get into that spot? Yeah, you to be, You're the producer's son. <laughs> somebody. They can't feel. They can't feel. The same they way can. you got CEO. <laughs> how do you? How does it happen? You're 14 years old. You can't even grow a beard. You're running Grimly Financial back here. You got the whole sign behind you. Oh, that is beautiful. This that guy's buying cars. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. He's just drop her bike so and walk off the set. Struggling. Uh, here we go real quick. As we mentioned earlier, uh, we're not going to talk about it again. Trout's legacy. The guy back. Uh, listen. The we guy, come back to that? No, because the guy was either MVP or runner-up is every year since he's played. In Philly, I thought his bat speed looked slow, oh. and, and the metrics bore that out. But I'm not going to go. Okay. I'm not going to go there. All right. No. Fascinating, fascinating attendance stats, this guys. This is great. Listen up. The Red Sox just finished a series against the Rays. Great name. Over the four-game series, the Rays drew a total of 42,000. Total. 728 fans. Just over 10,000 per game. Meanwhile, two weeks ago, when the Red Sox were home against the Rays, they averaged 34,000 fans a game. The Rays are 49 and 40, easily a playoff contention. Have been every year. Yet no know. one in Tampa seems to want to go to their games. Yeah. Listen, they're boring. What are you going to do? Below the Mason Dixon line and baseball. Yeah. How do they win every year, along with the A's, Moneyball? Boa said, How does it work? Boa said they don't understand. He said when you send a player to Tampa, something happens. But you know what? 
not enough of great things happen in postseason with that. Well, there's team. clearly no pressure because no one's watching you. There, there's smart pitching. Obviously, they lead the league in defense most years. First to third, hit behind the runner, old-fashioned baseball. Could it small be teams ball. just don't want to play there? There's no fans there. There's it's really not, nothing it's to do not in a Tampa. Baseball, it's not a baseball atmosphere. I mean, look. Yeah, but happening. hockey is. You know, the Marlins <laughs> published publish a stat last year because when Jeter was still president, they were talking about a whole bunch of stuff about profitability. But he was t- he, his bonus was pegged to profitability. Jeter he, leaves and they're playing and, well, and by the way. Yeah, yeah. How about that yeah, one? But the, How about that the, one? The minor league pitching. Oh, my God. Wait till you see the next guys coming up for the, for the Marlins. Do you know they've played in 30 – Six one-run games this year. That's They've incredible. only played what eighty-eight. Something like that, yeah. That's, half that's their incredible. games, half their games, be round up or one-run games. They're on track to maybe be the most in baseball, which we talked about. Like yeah, we did hit for the season. This They're still ago. doing it. They may end up the most one-run games in baseball history. Or that's scary because like, you have a little offense to that stat. Watch out. Uh, anyway. They would have been better off with no fans coming to the stadium when you looked at their direct cost when they had 6,000 fans in the stadium. They still had to bring personnel in. Da, 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 da. They said if everybody stayed home, they would make money, more, wouldn't lose as much money as having their fans come to the Marlins games. That's how bad baseball is in the South. So Major League Baseball has to look at that because franchises – have a responsibility for the best interest of baseball to promote that. And you're not promoting that when you, you can't have fans come out. Now they got the streaming contracts and the TV contracts. But if you don't have a vibe and an atmosphere in a stadium, no. is that good for baseball? And it's 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 really Terrible. A, a, sh- a shitty stadium to play in, isn't I, it? I guess my question, if I'm a Rays fan, why should I go to a game? It's hot. I don't know a single player on that team. I can't name one. I didn't. I just looked up the roster, and I can't remember a yeah, guy I, I looked can't up. Uh, They're good, but why should I go? I can just. Well, it's a long game. I don't know anyone. And you say it's hot. hot, but it's indoors, isn't it? The race. I don't know. Is I'd, it? I'd like to look up how many how many people go to the University of Miami baseball games. I mean, probably I, the, more. The stadium's probably only seven to ten thousand to begin with. It's but definitely I bet, a I bet higher percentage of capacity. on the weekends. Absolutely, on the weekends, definitely, but. Are you That's doing crazy. that research on the Rays uh, stadium? It could be. I, it yeah. could be indoors. Yeah, look it up. Um, I'll tell you one thing. That's, that's, that's a stadium. Baseball's in trouble. 520 with aluminum bat. Baseball's in trouble down south. That is official. Listen, let's bring the Expos back so I can buy that greatest hat in history. What the about? The Expos had the best hey, three-color panel hat. Let's not, let's not be, be remiss here. Not talking about JT's comment. About the money. No big deal. Huh? How, how bad was how arrogant? I guess you get so you, yeah, but you know what you get money. so you get so um, fed up with everything that uh, as a player, you know, you're getting your, your your chops busted constantly. And he says, you know what, big deal. It's two fifty, whatever. I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I'm not all for what's going on. I've got four shots, but I mean, just go get your friggin' shot. Yeah, just go get your shot, dude. Nothing's gonna happen to you. <laughs> Down goes Ray. Down goes, Down there goes, goes my rent. <laughs> Nothing happened to me. There's one team that can go to Canada and play. Does anyone want to guess who it is? Yes. They're all vaccinated? Yes. Go. Yankees. Yankees. There you go. Gee, isn't that shocking? Yeah, not so much, right? So now you're talking about if this is prolonged, what trades can you make 
by the deadline that have players not vaccinated and games or playoff games in Canada. That's fascinating. I mean, imagine yeah. if like the that, the that, uh, that enters into the imagine equation. if the Blue Jays made the World Series. Like right. what? And you had right. Right. say like out not air. Obviously, the Yankees are. But I don't know. Pete Alonso for the right. Mets or something. Didn't have it. And he couldn't play. Like, how big of a loss that would be. The kid for Kansas City, Benedetti, what's his name? Yeah. yeah. He's, right? he's one of ten. Yeah, he's not vaccinated. So the Yankees want to pick him up and put him in center field and move Judge back to right field. They can't, you know? So it's a big deal, but I, I think JT's comments were. I want to say, way. before we leave, um, great show today. I think probably our best. We ran out. I have to thank uh, – Beth Mowens, I have to tell you, I, I almost cried. I hate to say it, but if Jim wasn't staring at me. <laughs> the I look on your face, you were like a little kid. We don't Al, see I that. Gotta, Al, I got to th- Al, Al, you, 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 you did it, man. You made it happen, and I got to tell you, she really is the best, man. She was and, amazing. And, and when I was when she starts talking and getting into something, man, I just, I started, I almost wanted to cry that I was talking Right, you were like I a child on their very God. first Christmas. You listen, were just in on. I met Gino, you were, now listen, I've, 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 I've been with Puff Daddy at the Super Bowl. I met the biggest that dinner. Must dinner Puff Daddy. Was, was that must have been a good time. I, 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 was, I was in the uh, suites with him, and then I, I had dinner with the, st- the whole staff of the Sopranos. I mean, anything you want to talk about. When I met Gino Oriema, I was like a baby. And when I came home and told everyone, they were like, who's Gino Oriema? Yeah, right, right. I'm like, he's the coach of the, the UConn women's basketball. And they were like, and? <laughs> he's got 12 national. Did she, did she surprise you a little bit with her answer? No, she's awesome. I okay, mean, that's, dude, that's where she. I've watched her. For, I never put a face to a voice. Right. Again, I thought she was Holly. But Rowe. given your question, I she was not going to say anything critical, negative about him. That's for sure, right? Is no, but I, she. she like no, that? because I, she's definitely a fan, and I've heard her before announced. All the right, UConn let's rant out here. Want to go with Al? Ran out, ran baby. Out. Let's play the music, Jimmy. Nice and loud. Hit with your best shot, baby. Well, I was going to mention about these players that won't get vaccinated. And with, with JT's comments about, oh, I lose a few dollars, 262000 You know what that is to the average blue-collar worker yeah. trying to save money to go to Philly it Takes games. me six it's months to make It's just not that. fair. And go by the doctors that say <laughs> you could get COVID again after you have your shots. But it's a 90-year, 95% chance that it will be very not be nearly as bad if you weren't vaccinated. It's not being selfish, guys. And think about the people that are paying for your uh, salaries. Al nailed it. You absolutely nailed it, Al. I'm going to rant. Everyone knows this comment. On That's Kyle right. Schwarber. 28 home runs this year and 57 RBIs. That's that's awesome, there, right? He's fifth in baseball in solo home runs. Now, he is the second lowest in baseball amongst the top 100 RBI players for driving in people that is not himself. 51% of his RBIs have come from, from from other players because he's batting leadoff. Pete Alonso for the Mets bats fourth. He has four less home runs and 17 more RBIs. Nearly 70% of his RBIs are him knocking in other players while Schwarber is second lowest at 51%. We have to move Schwarber down in the order. It has to change and the team will win more games. And all of the people are blaming analytics. They need to blame the coaches who don't understand a 230 pound slow power hitter does not belong in the leadoff spot, it belongs in the cleanoff spot. That's the high 
not high enough to offset the things he's doing wrong. Simple as that. Anyone is better okay. than him there. That's your rant. Yeah, not a rant. Maybe a shout out. The bath and all she's done. Having coached uh, girls softball when, when, when the twins were five years old and seen the size of the trophy compared to the guys, they used to go to the president and say, they they won their division, they got a four-inch trophy, the guys did the similar division, they got a three-foot trophy, and they, and they changed it. We were looking for equality way back then, that was 20-something years ago. And where girls softball and girls sports has evolved to is a billion-dollar contract now, 42%. Fan appreciation female. It's just an unbelievable thing, and there's a reckoning going on right now to deal with all these injustices that have been out there before. And I gotta tell you, Beth was in front of all that. Yeah, she was really a pioneer for all of women's sports. Hats off to her, not a rant, but a shout out and recognition of everything she's done, which is just Alright, bring us home, Ray. I'm gonna bring you home. People, the Phillies, playoffs, it's over. Um, well, well, when they started playing well and it looked like they could win without Harper, uh, in comes or out goes our Phillies to Canada, dropped four in a row. Uh, hideous. You're not getting uh, your shots. It's, it's an absolute joke. I want to you know, piggyback off what Al said. Um, a joke. They will not make the playoffs. It's not a playoff team. I'm sorry. And, and Harper's going to rush to get back and he's going to end up hurting himself more. So uh, I, I would just call it a year and, and try to regroup next year. I agree. Even if this team makes the playoffs, what, they're going to beat the Yankees? No. They're going to beat the Mets? No. The Braves? No. The Cardinals? No. Would you said that That's about four Atlanta last year? Atlanta had four unbelievable hitters. As they talk in my room. Unbelievable rant, hitters. fight. Even though their name's on the board, they do, do that. Yes, they do. Uh, and finally, Beth Mowens. I don't care how many times I said your name today. She is the best. I'll put her up against any male sportscaster. She's good, man. Her voice is insane. You should check out. You want to? Beth is watch a Oklahoma softball game or a UConn basketball game and watch Beth do her thing, you know and else? you will be hooked like I am. She wasn't scripted. She was genuine. No, she absolutely. Was I'm going to tell you something. She wasn't giving us the scripted answer. She was genuine today. I was going to say, you could look up genuine in the dictionary. Yeah. It might no. be her She's name awesome. right now. How, how many guests come on? They know our question. They've got the you know answer. Big, big coach out. Prefab. A South know? Jersey legend, and I forgot to introduce him as such, and I screwed up because I was going to say, you know, Beth, he's got more Hall of Fames than you do. Almost it's funny that the three <laughs> oh, hours I was with <laughs> right. funny the three hours I was with Beth and her husband and my other friends. Yes, yes. Never once did I mention that I played ball or anything like that. It was never brought Unbelievable, because she probably looked at you and said, this guy never played ball in his life. <laughs> if I had shorts on, she'd have uh, said that. Oh, anyway, <laughs> he rap, had baby. shorts on. Bring it she on. said, but he did make some porno movies. Anyway, thank you, everybody. I want to wish you all a beautiful weekend. Come back and join us. We'll be here uh, next Friday. Wait a minute. Give me the mic. Give me the mic. Or the Give thing. the number out, right? Where, where can they find us, Wiz? We are speakingofsportspod.com on Twitter, the speaking Speaking of Sports Podcast, our email, speaking of sports pod at Gmail, and the phone number for The Godfather, 609-828-5569. I'm starting to get texts and calls. I'm loving it. And, uh, and our 3,000th listener uh, is going to get a Quaalude. No, our 3,000th <laughs> listener will well, get a Phillies jersey brought to you by Grimley. 
celebrate 2,000. Yes, really we hit 2,000. Now 3,000 is next. Thank you, everybody. We will weekend. see you all next week. Peace. Come